This is Tarot for the Wild Soul, a weekly tarot podcast about life, death, and rebirth, hosted by me, Lindsay Mack. Hello, loves. Welcome to a weekly medicine mini-sode of Tarot for the Wild Soul podcast, where we talk about the energetic and intuitive downloads for the week ahead, as well as the two tarot cards that are showing up as supportive medicine to help us move through the times. I'm Lindsay Mack, and it is a pleasure and a privilege to be gathering with all of you in this virtual space, as always. Um, I want to take a moment to wish everybody uh, a happy blessed full pink supermoon in Libra, which is today. Um, I, you know, it's so interesting going through this time of quarantining and social distancing and moving through the total uncertainty and, uh, internal navigation of this pandemic. It's really changing collectively, I think, how we work with, or at least it's inviting us to, I think, rethink the way that we engage with things like full moons and new moons and um, even the moon in general, Uh, which isn't to say that uh, the ways that perhaps we've been engaging with these big moments, you know, in our, in the moon phases of our months and our weeks are not precious and sacred and, and that they were not sturdy prior to the pandemic. But all of these practices, tarot, moon work, uh, ritual, they're all spiralic. They're meant to change with us. They're meant to be both a fortification and a strong container are practices in times like this. And sometimes when we go through times like this, it it is actually the wake-up call for some of us. Um, We realize like, oh my gosh, those practices have actually not been meeting me where I've needed to be supported most. Like some people today might be like, oh, fuck the full moon, you know, who cares? Um, and if that's you, or even if it isn't, you know, um, so really this is for everyone. (laughs) Um, I'd love to just quickly invite us, um, you know, into maybe an affirmation of the way you've been thinking and perhaps a different way of thinking about it, which is that life is, um, really you know, we never know what's going to happen in life. And that sounds really obvious. And um, some of us are are drawn to spiritual practice because we think, you know, maybe I can get like a heads up on something that's going to happen or that I can remain calm and somehow Zen through these experiences. And uh, the point of any practice is to help anchor us in the inevitability of the moments when things are not certain, when we get a diagnosis, when we move through an illness, when the body is in pain or inevitably ages, or um, when there is um, depression, when there is grief, sadness, discomfort, anxiety, panic, um, when there are these experiences, how how do we reach for our practices? You know, what what use are they essentially? And so. 
I have really been um, reflecting a lot on how just beautiful of an anchor the moon is to us right now. Um, it really intrinsically is so wild, so of wildness. It is um, so completely, you know, the moon is always the moon, and yet it takes on and allows itself to be and embody all kinds of different um, levels of experience of void and of illumination. It is both highly mysterious and yet the same location on the moon can be illuminated by the light of the sun. You know, just in a few short weeks, we can see a complete illumination of what once was completely um, naked to the eye. And this is just a mirror for us. And in these times when I don't know about you, <laughs> but every day kind of feels like the same, you know, and we are starting to get to the point in our in our process of um, experience of this time where, you know, the deeper griefs are starting to set in the sense of, for some of us, a sense maybe of hopelessness or of depression or like of there being no end in sight. I find that the moon is just really showing up as such a beautiful ally right now as a way to say, even if it doesn't feel like it, you're always changing. Nothing is certain but change that these times however permanent and however long lasting they seem and this is in no way to diminish anything or to brighten anything up that feels really really um um you know hard and tough right now um but that it's temporary you know just like we won't be in the same full moon again, right? Because we'll experience it at a different time on the wheel of the year. We might go through two full moons in Libra and, and be in a completely different experience of them from one year to the next because we're going through a completely different time, collectively, personally, etc. So the moon is so beautifully spiralic. It's such an anchor right now. And even if you can't see the moon from where you live, even if you're not um, maybe in your mind able to kind of work in the same way as you might be feeling too tired or um, a little too low in energy to kind of do the same um, scope of ritual or moon work that maybe you did before, I would just love to invite anyone listening to this to remember that the moon is your birthright. And for any of us who are highly sensitive or who are experiencing all of the normal human responses to this time, um, maybe it's an opportunity to rewild your relationship with the moon and to come to your own understanding and your own knowing about what and how it would like to work with you. And maybe um, not put quite so much emphasis on what, um, you know, we're supposed to do at, at the moon because uh, it may not resonate with you. And I have nothing but respect and admiration and, and glee at 
um, all manner of moon rituals, but I do believe in autonomy first, right? We, we learn and then we ideally toss it away in order to make room for what we want to do here. So thinking about a full moon in Libra, thinking about justice and the Empress, which are Libra's cards, um, how might, you know, what is your relationship right now with balance across the board? There might be some laugh out, some LOLs at that <laughs> right now. You know, like balance is really hard right now as, as many of us are just <laughs> trying to get through the days, you know, even if we're very, very busy with doing everything we have to do, completely overwhelmed or have time on our hands, uh, too much time, you know, what, just where are you with it right now? Where are you with your internal balance, your external balances, your, you know, sense of spiritual equilibrium and mental equilibrium and physical equilibrium? Um, we're not judging any of it. Justice teaches us that the only way that we can actually be available for change is to acknowledge what's here without any kind of story, to truly be open eyes, open ears, and completely open heart and to be able to say, yeah, you know, there's, there's struggle in this area, you know, yeah, there's no balance here without making it a problem. You know, of course, if it needs tending to, let's try to get you the support you, you deserve, but you know, what is it like to, to hang out with that? You know, part of what Libra really teaches us the sign, um, if we look at Libras, we know, if we look at famous Libras, um, Many of them illustrate to us so beautifully what it is to find medicine in all forms of the relationships we we uh, have with balance, be it imbalance or balance, right? Um, Carrie Fisher is an amazing, amazing example of a Libra who created um, profound medicine, humor um, out of a uh, tremendous imbalance and we're not judging imbalance. She didn't judge imbalance. Um, and, uh, there are some Libras who uphold what it is to find beauty in even the hardest of times and how to find medicine and even the toughest of times. And this is what moons and Libra do for us. So it's just an invitation. You know, what, is there a way to celebrate where you are? Is there a way to not kick yourself in the ass for maybe not feeling you at your peak right now? Is there a way to not kick yourself in the ass for not feeling as balanced or as, as aligned in a certain area? Um, what if you started with where you are and blessed it? You know, is there a way for you to invite more beauty into your life? You know, for those of us who can't get outside right now, what does that look like? You know, what, what does that mean? And, there's all kinds of different definitions of beauty, personal and collective and, and um, cultural. And, you know, how are we maybe engaging with just a little bit more, you know, just a little more, just thinking about that. I think that's really where this moon is, is guiding us right now, because, you know, any full moon is, is a harvest. It's a gentle harvest of sorts. It's like a 10 card in the tarot like 10 of wands or 10 of swords or 10 of cups or pentacles. It signals that we've, we've come to the end of, you know, a certain cycle 
and that a new one is re- is emerging and we get to review we get to ask that question you know where where are we and how's this all going <laughs> and uh you know how um might we uh you know where's where is the where's the birth energy that's coming out of the lessons of what we've learned um and i think you know clearly also libra really has a lot to do with with community and with connection and I think that's really interesting to think about too here. Um, you know, how's your communication with yourself? How's your inner community? You know, how is it to be connected with other folks? Are you feeling drawn to be really insular and, and internal? Or are you feeling drawn to be really externalized in terms of your connections with people virtually? And, um, you know, what, what does that look like for you? And um, can there be room made for whatever wants to be here? So I think the moon is, is really quite an ally for us right now. And uh, I wonder if, uh, ho- hopefully, there's some medicine in here for you, too. Um, thank God we are out of moon card energy this week. And I wonder if you can feel it. I can, I can feel it a little bit. Um, certainly doesn't mean like... <laughs> we're moving and grooving and we have any answers right now, but, uh, it's definitely a different, we're working with some different tools right now. Uh, we're really moving out of moon. Um, so our card of the week is ace of swords. Mm. You can just let that wash over you come right through the top of your head and move right through to the root of you. Ace of swords, Mm. the best. So good. Any ace in the tarot is where we meet. It's the road marker and the intersection of where our choices, our free will, our actions, our extensions of self meet up with a kind of a, what we might term as, as um, some might say a destiny, but more accurately, an invitation from something larger than us right? Ace still indicates choice. We're being handed a kind of a sword, handed a mental, uh, we're being handed an opportunity this week. Some big, big opportunities. And of course, big, you know, it's, it's different. Maybe this is the week that you call OSHA and report somebody that, you know, like tough, but true. I know some people who are being made to go to work and it's a completely, um, you know, uh, unacceptable situation in terms of safety. So maybe this is the week that we call and we show up in loyalty or solidarity or defensiveness um, in in a in a powerful way to use our voices to be able to say hell no. Maybe this is the week that we, um, you know ask for what we need in some way. Maybe this is the week where we say, Hey, I have an offering. You know, I have, I'm, I'm feel like I'm gearing up for some of that. Um, as we open enrollment for Tara for the wild soul on, um, Thursday, that there is this, uh, really, really big ace of sword thing where it's like, um, as I continue to film and record and all these different things. So, there is this sense of there is something there is there is a big 
big opportunity to speak, to use the mind in a way that is productive and proactive and that promotes a sense of oneness with the way that the brain can be brilliant. Intuition, my teacher Michelle taught me this, a full-on bow to Michelle. Um, This is her genius that we can't have intuition without the brain. The brain is not to be derided or pushed away when it comes to um, being in our soul, yes, our soul truth, doing the stuff that we're being called to do right now. And for some people, the calling is to listen. The calling is to be of service. The calling is to be at the front lines in some way. The calling is to do what I'm doing right now, to mobilize in a completely different way. Because I wouldn't say this is necessarily a mobilizing unless, you know, it's, it's, a, it's an invitation for you to reconnect with them. Um, you know, your, your soul this week in some way, but there are those who are really doing some actual mobilizing, some actual work around, um, workers' rights and around, um, you know, housing bullshit and people making sure that they have what they need in some way and unemployment and, you know, on and on. It's so much more valuable than what I'm doing. So Ace of Swords is a powerful yes. And it is a reminder, as Michelle says, that ideally when the brain is in total alignment with its highest um, capacity and potential, we can have any kind of brain chemistry move through us. We can be, we can feel any kind of feeling. We can be moving through any kind of chemical experience. Um, And it never bypasses that. It just meets us where we are and says, in some way, there's an invitation here. It might be a very big one. It might be a very subtle one. But the opportunity, in whatever way it greets us, is that something is hanging out in the ether, right on the other side of the veil. Something is available to us invisibly that says, this is for you in some way. It could be that your ace of swords is that you finally, finally, Share with someone how much you've been struggling during this time. Maybe you just have the opportunity to say, you know, I'm feeling so scared. Maybe you have the opportunity to say, you know, um, I, I feel guilt, you know, because I put myself in a situation that I shouldn't have. And, you know, I'm not sure. And I might feel sick now. And, you know, we are where we are with it. But we have the opportunity to be able to be witnessed, heard, to be able to bring something to the world that comes from the deepest source of brilliance that our brain has to offer to the world, where our brain and soul come into oneness with each other. You know, I wouldn't be able to share and do what I do without my my brain helping me out, right? It's also sometimes the hardest part. <laughs> of what I do. It's actually the hardest work of my work. Um, But the ace of swords is really where the brain is at its highest capacity, which is really interesting because again, I don't feel at my highest capacity mentally right now. (laughs) I've been worse for sure, but it's an unprecedented time. I have nothing to compare this to. So it's, um, 
I love that this card is here and I'm so curious to see how it will show up for me personally and how it may show up for us collectively. You know, if this is really a powerful week for showing up, stepping up, and this full moon in Libra is in total support of that. Now, the card that can help us most effectively reach up and take the sword, take that, take that opportunity, take that invitation that's being offered to us in some way is four of swords. So we'll talk about that. Four of swords is really interesting. So ace of swords is an invitation in some way to engage with a, an intuitive hit, uh, as it were, that involves something relating to sword energy. So what we're talking about in sword energy is working with brain chemistry, uh, our intelligence, our brilliance, our capacity to write, to communicate, to channel things down and through. We're talking about uh, Mercury, about Libra, about Gemini, about Aquarius. We're talking about the ability to connect, the ability to bring something through and offer it to the world, which is where um, when the brain and the soul are in perfect alignment with each other, where the brain is really helping the soul to do what it came to the planet to do, we know what it is to be an ace of sorts. That's what it is. So it doesn't mean we're going to feel good or necessarily have a situation where like we won't feel upset or depressed or, you know, whatever we might be because so many folks are feeling that way right now. And that's also normal. Wherever you are right now is, is normal and perfect. Um, so this isn't about like a blast of happiness or a blast of energy. It's just simply feeling what it is to feel the opportunity to sense into, oh, wow, this is what happens when my brain's Towards the soul. Hmm, how interesting. So that's what we're playing with here. That's what we're experimenting with and, and learning about and sensing into this week. Now, where four of swords comes in, any four in the tarot, we've got a couple fours now, which is really fascinating seeing the patterning of these weekly medicines. Um, and it makes so much sense, right? Because we're in an emperor year. Emperor is the fourth card in the tarot. Uh, we're in the Blech. We're in Aries season. Aries is, uh, you know, the ruling uh, sign of the emperor. So we have a lot of emphasis right now in the collective consciousness, whether we, we realize it or not, on emperor energy, tower energy, and the force, because they're all connected with the bigger picture of what we're experiencing and mastering this year. And the fours are the, if you imagine four uh, posts that hold up a house, this is what we're talking about. They go into the ground and they hold the whole structure. They're the root systems. And sometimes they can look like a sense of an invitation to rest or even a forced rest. And sometimes they have to do with a very active sense of working on a particular root system in our lives. And four of, of swords is very interesting because it actually is the card that sort of encourages us to tell the brain to kind of shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, you know, I'm all about honoring when the brain comes in with stuff and being like, okay, wow, like there's, wow, you know, thanks for that invitation or 
damn, that's really fucked up. Like, I hear you. You must be pretty scared, you know? And of course, I'm not a therapist, so this is in no way an advice on what you should do or shouldn't do with regard to your brain. But it is, um, if we're looking at it just in the sense of self-talk, of self-care, and of what these cards really call us in to do, you know, in most of the visuals of Four of Swords, there are three swords coming laid down into a body and usually a fourth sword that is um, parallel. Or there are four swords coming at a being, but something is sort of keeping them away as a barrier. What this card essentially says is for you to be able, for you to have the capacity to touch in with the way that Ace of Swords wants to work with you, you have to be very lovingly devoted to noticing where your brain wants to pull you into terror, fear, depression, and hypervigilance. Most of the time and much of the time, it's not like we can help these things. We feel what we do chemically. It's it's not a suggestion that we can control that at all. Um, But I know for myself, there have been times since this pandemic where I've been, I've actually touched into some joy or some deep uh, laughs. And um, my brain, I've noticed, like it tends to be really like, don't do that. Like rem- you have to remain on fucking alert here. Don't laugh. So there's been some important talks with my brain and I, and especially in doing my course. Oh my God, my brain wants me to do anything but my course right now. It's a threat. The brain is so invested in keeping all of us safe right now. And again, it's like, of course it is. It's like we're in a a pandemic. So it's an opportunity for us to take the medicine of the fourth sword and say, where, if anywhere, can there be greater balance, if at all? Because for some of us, there isn't. It's just asking the question that can promote some, some interesting stuff. Is there any way to create even a little bit more peace in my day-to-day? Is there anything that that I'm noticing creates more exhaustion, creates more numbness, creates more um, of an inability for me to regulate my nervous system? Is there Um, a kind of like an addiction to looking at news? Is there a desire to know more information? Again, I'm not saying that any of these experiences are a problem or even anything that any of us can necessarily control right now. But what, what we're just looking at is, are any of the choices I'm making either making it a little tougher for all that my body is moving through right now or any of them making it a little bit more easeful? We're just looking at that. So in order for us to be connected to Ace of Swords, we get to really check in with ourselves multiple, multiple, multiple times this week and make some powerfully radical choices about what we're choosing to engage with insofar as a brain chemistry invitation. I'll share that whenever I get Four of Swords, it's sort of, um, it usually comes up for me as a heads up to kind of say, you're about ready to expand. And we are, by the way, about ready to expand. And the brain is feeling really scared. 
And it's going to want to invite you into all kinds of distractions, all kinds of things that are going to trigger the shit out of you, all kinds of things that are going to kind of want to pull you off even um, just for a couple of hours, pull you off of what really desires your attention or a part of yourself that's really longing to be in intimacy with you. And so Four of Swords, when that comes up, has been such a wonderful ally and a communication from spirit to basically say, pull your brain into a conversation now and essentially say, hey, brain, you know, um, I'm not available to hear about this. Um, I'm not going to take you up on your invitation for the next 24 hours. For the next 24 hours, we're doing this or for the next hour, we're doing this. And it doesn't make the waves stop but it does change some of our relationship to it. And you may find this week that just by touching into what's possible here, because again, I want to be very explicit. In no way am I implying that we can control, minimize, or manage the emotions, the feelings, and the chemistry that we're experiencing, nor do I think we need to or we should. What we're experiencing is what we're experiencing. It's all so valid. Um, But I know for myself, as somebody who has autoimmune issues and PTSD and chronic pain, that there's a causality in uh, often what I eat, often what I expose my nervous system to. And as somebody who's showing up uh, in a pretty small and humble way compared to most, um, to be of service to my community, I've had to be really, really... um, intentional about what I'm available for and what I'm not. Because if I am uh, touching in with things that my brain is like, yeah, check this out, engage with this, look at this, I'm actually not as available to be of service. My channel's not quite as clear. Um, I put a lot on my body when it's already going through so much already. So um, probably like you, I've been experiencing a huge amount of invitation from my brain since all of this started a few months ago uh, to really engage with the panic of this time. So we're not negating that, but we are saying that we're starting to feel into some of the whispers and the threads right now of what's possible in this time without bypassing any of the experiences. And at this point where the energetics are starting to turn a little bit from a moon card, a major card to an ace card. One that is, you know, majors are really about surrendering to the macrocosm. Minors are about engaging with our tools. We're being called to feel into our power in a minor. And aces are kind of a combination of minor and major. So we are moving into a different energy this week. We're trying and kind of testing our strength and seeing what's possible and seeing, you know, are there any um, gentle boundaries that I can create for myself? Are there any um, means of self-care that are absolutely indispensable? You know, maybe no matter how busy I am, I have to take space to do this or this. Um, Maybe no matter how stressed I am, I have to take space to do this or this. Um, You know, from where we happen to find ourselves in this time, how is Four of Swords working for you? Is there a way that there can be a kind of arrest of the mind without turning it off, without shutting it down, without bypassing, without prettying it up, you know, because we're going to feel how we're going to feel. 
It's not about denying what we're feeling, just about seeing, are we nourishing and tending and supporting the chemistry and the feelings and the, and the emotions that are here, or are we inadvertently um, either ignoring them or are we bypassing them or are we keeping ourselves in such a state of fight flight that we can never quite get down um, to past activation? So this is just all something to think about. It's not, again, in any way, an attempt to be a therapist or to bring any kind of uh, inappropriate, you know, um, ways of engaging with the mind. But I think that uh, talking about brain chemistry is really important because I think it's for everybody. And I think that um, for so long we've been denied a sense of understanding these parts of ourselves because we've put them in the hands of, um, others, you know, and while that's appropriate because nobody is a substitute for therapy, uh, other than a, a therapist, um, it's really important to feel into what's my relationship with either supporting or not supporting my feelings right now. Is there any causality here or not? And how can I create more um, rest that penetrates, rest that nourishes, rest that actually has an effect, rest that allows the mind to actually be refreshed. This is a very mental week. It's all about the brain, all about thinking, all about what we're taking the invitation to and what we're saying a gentle no thank you to. There's a million reasons why the brain would want to say like, eat all the garbage, eat all the, and like, I'm all about eating um, all kinds of food and I'm not here to qualify what's garbage and what's not. I'm all about that. But uh, I know that again, a lot of certain foods have some pretty strong effects on me and um, they don't for some, but uh, the brain can, can use anything, you know, can say, oh, do this, do that. Don't do this. Don't do that. So we have a chance to really feel into that this week in a way that I think is pretty powerful. Ace of Swords. What are you being called to reach out for and bring into your being? What's being called? How are you being called to step forward with the best possible version of yourself that you can be this week, even if it's just for you? Hopefully it is more than anything just for you. You know, how do you, how might that look for you? I don't have the answer, but we're checking it out together. It's just a way to start thinking about that, feeling into our empowerment here a little bit more. What do we have to work with in an experience and in a time when we can control so little, right? So that's our weekly medicine. Woo! Um, I hope that this served, um, nourished, uh, for those of you who've made it this far, <laughs> uh, I, uh, yeah, as I mentioned, enrollment for Tarot for the Wild Soul course opens Thursday, um, April 9th. Yes, April 9th at 12 a.m. Eastern. Um, you can read all about that on tarotforthewildsoul.com. And if you're interested, um, you can sign up Thursday. And anytime after that, um, enrollment will be open for about two weeks and then it will close and it won't open again until 2021. 
We're also doing an email challenge over on my, uh, over at lindsaymack.com. So if you're interested in being a part of that, you can sign up for my mailing list by going to the show notes um, for this episode, or you can go to lindsaymack.com and sign up for the mailing list. And um, you're also welcome to email info at lindsaymack.com to talk to Iris and she can get you sorted with um, being a part of the email challenge. But our first one went out yesterday and was so beautiful. Um, had such a nice lovely response and we'll have uh three more that will come out through the course of april thank you for listening loves i hope this served you i love you please take care of yourselves and i'll catch you on friday thank you so much for listening to tarot for the wild soul this podcast was edited by chase Voorhees. The podcast art is by Chelsea Iris Granger, and it is hosted by me, Lindsay Mack. For more about the podcast, visit wildsoulpodcast.com or follow us on Instagram at Tarot for the Wild Soul. For more about me and my work, please visit lindsaymack.com. To support Tarot for the Wild Soul, please consider subscribing to the podcast on iTunes and leaving us a five-star review. It helps people find us, and it is greatly, greatly appreciated. Thank you so much for being here.